Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you bi-weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from virtual CFOs, CPAs, and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you the results you need both in business and building the life you deserve. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to episode number 90 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast brought to you by PJS and Co CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today I am joined by Jamie Johnson, CPA, virtual CFO, and partner here at PJS and Co CPAs. How is your morning going, Jamie? It's going. It's been a little chilly here, you know, in Texas when, you know, when it hits 40 and we got to pull out our parkas. <laughs> It was in the well, 40s yeah, here this yeah, morning. Yeah, it's supposed to be like 55 today. He had on shorts and his parka coat going to school. And I was <laughs> makes me scratch my head, but I'm like, whatever. Just don't forget your coat at school. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been pretty good. But I, I look at this when you said 90. I'm like, oh, my gosh. There are like final 10 to, to 100. I'm like, I know. We we started talking about plans for what we're going to do for our 100th episode. So we got to plan something fun coming up here. Yeah. But it's nuts. We've been doing this since December of 2019 now. So it's been quite a while. Like it doesn't feel like time has flown by that fast, but it really has. Yeah, it really, it has. It's, a, it's been good. It's, there's been a lot of great information. We've talked to a lot of great people. Um, we have some really cool and fun ones, kind of some different ones, your non-traditional CPA ones coming up. So we'll be excited to get those going. Those will be fun. So, yeah, it's been a fun journey. Well, hopefully for this one, either we're not talking about spreadsheets or, or anything like that in this one. No P&Ls today. And uh, to today said, no, Joe Rogan will not be a guest on our show. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Dang it. Why not? You know, I'd love that. <laughs> no, no kidding. Uh, but today we are talking about what the heck is a rock? It's not just a stone. Uh, we're talking about it in relation to goal setting for your company. So these have been really instrumental for us in implementing some tools from Traction. Y'all have heard us talk about it time and time again. We've had a couple episodes about it that we'll get into and reference for you if you're interested in looking back on those. But really today, the focus is on goal setting as a leadership team and then how that trickles down to the rest of your teammates, employees, whatever, you know, however your company is structured, but it really helps everybody focus, have that visibility, have that accountability. And I look back on the last year and it's nuts the amount of things we've been able to accomplish personally, individually, and as a team together, really having that focus. So Jamie, do you want to kind of start off as to why we implemented this in our business? Yeah, you know, I I think especially when businesses are any bit in the growth or even just in the growth segment of their business, it's easy to get overtaken with and pulled in a lot of different ways, especially when you're in leadership. You know, as a business owner, not only am I running the business, but I'm still doing some work 
and projecting for the future and, you know, just got a lot of things, got a lot of viewpoints. And so it's easy to kind of lose focus of what you need to do to keep driving that growth um, versus getting stalled and, um, you know, kind of a stunt in that growth per se. So these are really important to just for us to kind of keep our mindset and, and keep our focus on the things that we really want to accomplish and that those things all seem to weave and, and to go well for the team. So, um, and for the business. Yeah. And before we get into this any further, if you aren't familiar with the term rocks or where it came from, we're talking about it and what we saw it first from, and we'll get into the bit of the history about it, was from a book called Traction by Gino Wickman. And like I said, we've talked about it multiple times on the, the podcast just here and there and weaved it throughout multiple episodes, but we have a couple of dedicated episodes you can go back to if you're interested specifically in the tool as a whole, because this is a very small part of that bigger tool, right? There's, it's got an entire, it's called EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And you can go back to episode 68, where we talked to CJ Dubay, and she was, she is a certified EOS implementer and the global community leader at EOS Worldwide. And she was very knowledgeable and shared a lot of great information with us about traction and EOS and how it all works together and the different components and tools available, shared some great free resources that they provide there too. And then in addition to that, we talk about level 10 meetings, which is another great tool from the traction ideology um, in episode 69. And there's a lot of useful tools within that as far as the structure of those weekly meetings and the scorecard and reporting and a whole bunch of other great things in there. So check those two episodes out. They have a lot of specific information that can help build on this tool specifically. But we thought it was worth it to talk very microscopically about rocks themselves, because those are the specific goals that you're setting for each 90 days. And as Kim and I, our director of operations, we're looking through and putting the information together for our annual report that we do every year. I could definitely tell the difference between prior years and what we got done, which we're, we're a very focused and dedicated team. We've always gotten a lot done. But this past year was exceptional. Like we were looking through the stuff that we got done by implementing these rocks and being very consistent and on point with our level 10 meetings. And it was impressive. Like I had to stop and just look at that with Kim and just say, wow, we had to take a step back and just really acknowledge the amount that we got done and the the importance of those things too, right? It wasn't just a bunch of little things. We really came together as a leadership team and as a team as a whole and really accomplished some great things this last year. So that's why we want to share that with everybody. Well, and I think, I think to your point, when you step back and you really realize where, what we've done and everything, the thing is, is there's going to be unexpected things in your business. End of story. Like there's going to be, we had some unexpected, fantastic, great things happen in our business this year. But the reason we were able to accomplish the expected and the unexpected was a lot driven by this. And that seed, I really enjoyed that CJ debate um, one. So if you haven't listened to it, definitely go back. It's such an easy listen. Um, she's a, she's a great person to listen to. Um, she's very informative. She's, she, like I said, she's just an easy listen. 
um, and do that. But one thing I will say in pointing out, like I love traction. I think that a lot of these tools have been really good, but a lot of these things initially kind of felt overwhelming to me. And it felt like level 10 meetings that I'm just like, are we sure this is what we want to do? I, I was, you know, internally hesitant. Um, and I kind of had to work things through in my mind and give it, give it a chance to really do its job, even though it wasn't maybe something that I was completely on board with. Not that I was against, I just, you know, you feel like you only have so much time and you're like, do I really want to do all of this? So give it time, let it grow on you, you know, and really pull it through, um, you know, from, from the rocks, from the level 10, from, from all of that and give it a chance because I, I, in the end, you will, will see the positive things come out of it. Sometimes that pain, that pain of that growth of stretching you is so not fun and it feels heavy, (laughs) but in the end, it really simplifies things and helps streamline things. Yeah. I think that's a great point and a good way to set up expectations in a realistic way for people too. It's not just like all rainbows and butterflies and everything's easy sailing as soon as you just do these three easy steps. Like very rarely is that ever the answer for anything in life. Wish it was. I wish we all had like magic wands to make everything just simple. But that's a good point. I mean, it does take work and it does take consistency just like anything worthwhile. So to answer the first question that I, I posed when we started talking about this, what the heck is a rock? Like, why do we call it rocks? Because that confused me when we originally started throwing that term out. I was like, what? I'm sorry, you want me to create what? <laughs> so, um, and I know we've mentioned it a couple of times on the, the podcast and just kind of equated it to goals. But I want to get into the just the backstory real quick about why they're called that. So actually has its roots in a couple of different books and uh, from various authors. So the term actually came from Vern Harnish, and he is the author of Mastering the Rockefeller Habits. And Vern actually got this from an analogy in Stephen Covey's book. You're probably familiar with him if you're any, if you have any interest in business books. Um, But his book, that covers that is first things first. So Jamie, you want to explain a little more in detail what that means? Okay. So I'm going to take you on a visualization and we're going to take a glass cylinder and I kind of, I want you to close your eyes. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Just think about this in your mind, but take your glass cylinder and I want you to take big chunks of rocks. Okay. And I want you to put them in your cylinder. All right. And those are your main priorities. Those are the things that are driving the success of your business, okay? Now I want you to put in gravel, you know, maybe consist of some little pebbles. These are your day-to-day priorities. These are the things that you have to do day-to-day and you have to get those done, okay? All right, so they, they kind of fall in place and around the rocks and such. Okay, now we're gonna take your sand. So we're taking even more granular, okay? And we're gonna pour the sand in. And your sand are your interruptions. And I think y'all are saying amen right now because... We all got interruptions. (laughs) Sometimes you just don't feel like you can ever get enough done. But those are your interruptions. And that sand, they're going to go around the rocks. They're going to go around the gravel. Okay. And those things are going to, those things are inevitable. Okay. And they're going to happen. Then take water. And if you pour water on that, that's, that's all that unexpected 
anything else that you're going to get hit with during the day, right? Now, I want you to take, so I gave you the order and I said, put in your rocks, put in your gravel, put in your sand, and then put in your water. Now I want you to flip that. Put your water in first. Now drop your sand in, then your gravel, and you have no room for rocks. The things that needed to be your main priorities, there's no room for them. And it's chaos in a jar, right? So that's that's kind of the analogy that we they have used, like in traction, they will use that analogy and stuff. So it's a really good visualization to think why those priorities are so important that you keep them on the forefront, right? And you know, I'm I I, I think about them two or three times a week at least, you know, and such. So you have to give space and give room to the things you're going to prioritize. And since we're also proponents of work-life balance and want to encourage everybody to have a healthy work-life balance, I wanted to touch on another example too that I've heard where traction and we're talking about rocks, it's very specific to business goals, right? It's those three to seven most important things you have to get done in the next 90 days. But I've also seen this related to just life overall. And those rocks are the most important things in your life, the people you love, your health, relationships, your family. And if everything else went away, if all of that sand, all of those pebbles went away, your life would still be meaningful. So you have to make time for those things. So whether you're applying it to your life on a bigger scale or just work, and in this, ex- in this example, the pebbles are things like work and school where they're important, but they, they should come second to your health, you know, and a lot of us, myself included, sometimes lose sight of that. So it's important to, to, to set maybe your own rocks for your personal life and make sure that you're paying attention to those things that are critical to your happiness and take care of your own personal rocks first. Um, and I found a, a nice little two minute video on YouTube too, that we can link in the show notes that explains that a little more with some visualizations, but you know, right. What was that? I said, there's gotta be a Ted talk about this, right? Like, Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. This is a nice little succinct two minute video, but I'm sure there's gotta be, you know, complete lectures about the topic, but yeah, it's a good visualization and and just an important reminder for what focusing on what's actually important in our our life and our business and making the time for those first before we get overwhelmed with all the small little things that seem to matter in the moment. But five years from now, we're going to look down the road and realize that really wasn't that big a deal. I didn't need to stress that much over that email. (laughs) So now that we know what they are and we have a visualization for why it's important, how do we go about establishing rocks in our own company? And again, we're going through this from traction and pulling, you know, their step-by-step process. But you start with what Gino Wickman and Traction calls a vision traction organizer. And it's really just kind of one place where your leadership team goes to establish those goals 
for the company, where you are now, where you want to be in three years, where you want to be in 10 years. Um, just kind of a, an overview of what that looks like. And if you're interested in that, they have a ton of resources on how to set those up and some visualizations and some um, spreadsheets on that you can use. But your leadership team comes up with everything that needs to be done in the next 90 days because you have overall business goals that you're trying to accomplish for the year, right? You have your 10-year vision, your three-year plan, and your one-year goal. So then you start breaking that down like we've talked about. Um, you know, we have that whole business planning series. We talk about, you know, starting with the end in mind and then working your way back. So do you want to talk about how we move forward after we've come up with that list? Yes. So what we do as a leadership team, it's not one person that decides this. We say, what are our rocks as an organization? So we pick anywhere, like I said, a healthy range, you know, is what they recommend is three to seven. Um, you know, in one quarter, they might vary. You might have five, one quarter, three, another quarter, seven, another quarter, depending on what they are and what you feel like you need to accomplish. Um, and then once that's, once we determine our rocks, we go, okay, what are our due dates? And the thing about your rocks and the things about your due dates is you need to be very specific. You need to be very uh, measurable, but you also need to be very realistic with them as well. So that's really important. Don't just always shoot for the clouds. You know, you, you've really got to be realistic with it all. So within those three to seven organizational rocks, you want to establish kind of who owns that rock, right? To establish accountability because not one person can do all the rocks. Um, depending on who you have, how many people you have, you know, in a sense, this is a divide and conquer action. You know, and once your company rocks are set, what we do is we take the leadership team and we set our own personal rocks. So we say, okay, organizationally, these are our rocks. These are our goals. And then I'm going to say, these are my rocks and how basically they're going to contribute to the success of the organization. So, and it may not, some of my rocks, I will say may not, it moves the organization, but sometimes they they're not exactly directly attributable to the rocks of the organization. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they aren't. So it's kind of like that layered, if you can kind of think of that top-down approach. So you have your organization, you have your leadership, and then you have uh, your people below in which that they're going to set their, their own goals, basically. So all the rocks, both at the organizational level and at the team member level, they're going to be revisited at your level 10 meetings. And you're going to review them and everything. So we all kind of look at it and say, you know, whether something is complete or it's behind or I need help or I'm going to need to move that to another quarter or it's a it's a good way to communicate basically an update of status, you know, so things aren't falling through the cracks. <laughs> those that red out of sand <laughs> is coming through all those interruptions, right? Um, but that you're that that's your focus, and that you kind of need to, you know, whether that, like I said, that rock needs to move for a different quarter or whatnot. So, and then um, each department is going to set their rocks as a team. So uh, this is definitely something that streamlines, keeps everything going, and and, and everything. When we were putting this together, I also found a, an article, uh, I found a couple of articles, which will all be linked in the, the show notes for this episode, which can be found at pjscpas.com forward slash 90, 90. 
but there is another article about tips for writing great rocks. And again, very popular in the business world, business books, but make them smart. So by smart, I am talking about make it specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. It's an acronym that most of us are pretty familiar with. And they give very specific examples as to how you can write your rocks with that in mind too. So we'll link that. And then to, to wrap up this topic, there were some considerations that are also mentioned in Traction uh, that I think are important and kind of uh, reiterate some of the points that you've made kind of throughout the discussion. But I think it's important to bring it up and highlight it again, because as you go through this, you're going to run into challenges. And it's important to know and have your expectations set realistically. So one of those, the first one is garbage in, garbage out. If you set this up in the beginning of the year and you spend a lot of time putting it together, but the goals that you have or the revenue, the goals that you set are completely unrealistic or not like if you're basing some of the stuff off of things that are too high in the sky or don't really make sense for your business, you're not really going to get much out of it. You have to be realistic. You have to be looking at numbers. You have to be talking with advisors that know what they're doing and and have some type of business sense um, in order to get something out of it um, is the first one. So Jamie, I don't know if you had any, have anything to add around that. I would say really give yourself time to mull it over and to think these things through and really think from a top and trickle down approach because it helps define and it really helps clear the path in your mind as to what you're looking for. So uh, my my husband got me a book. I have not read it all. Um, okay, not very much of it all, but it's called <laughs> Essentialism. And one of the things he always says, which sometimes I have to remind him of too, is every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else and, and everything. So I think in the midst of all of that, it's so healthy Um, because some of that garbage that we want to say yes to, that we want to make a priority should never have a priority and such. But sometimes you just have to give yourself time to really process that and sleep at night and be okay with that, you know? So, and it's okay that somebody else is not okay with that. So I think that that's a really important thing to think about, not us individually, but to think about the organization and how we need to streamline and push the organization through because it is, like I said, those unexpected kind of going back to you're going to have unexpected things happen in your business, right? Things are going to blindside you. So you have to know, and you have to, those are, those are like unforeseen rocks (laughs) that are going to become a rock. (laughs) But if you fill it up with all of the garbage first, you're going to have problems making priorities for that. So you have to almost have a buffer space, so to speak, I guess, and everything. So really, I I really give yourself time, you know, to think about these things. Yeah. And along that same line of giving yourself time and to tie into what we talked about at the beginning of this episode, it really takes about two quarters to master rocks. The first time you do it, you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're kind of setting these things like, oh, I think I can do this in 90 days. Like, I hope I can. But I think most people are pretty optimistic about the number of things that they're going to accomplish and maybe not so specific about the goals that they're going to accomplish. I know those are a couple of the mistakes that I made the first time I was setting rocks as far as like, oh, um, improve website or, you know, like you set the kind of these vague goals, but it's like, okay, improve what pages, improve how, how many visitor, like that's the level of specific you want to get when you're setting these rocks and you don't want to create these big rocks for yourself that maybe need two or three different steps in order to accomplish. Like, okay, yeah, we want to improve the website, but your website has 200 pages on it. Like, is that realistically, unless you have a big team to do that, is that realistically something you're going to accomplish in 90 days? Or maybe you should take a look at the podcast section of your website, or maybe the services side of your website, or, you know, you kind of learn to break things down in more bite-sized goals so that you can really focus on it and achieve the measurable outcome that you're laying out for yourself. I think the whole point of these are to give you clarity, Mm -hmm. right? And to give you space and to really, um, it's not to overwhelm you. So by taking all of that on, you're going to feel defeated. You're going to feel, um, you know, just, you're going to be mad. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be all of those things by giving yourself too much. And I think in addition to what you're saying too, is also give yourself grace because going back to the, it takes two quarters. Like if you don't hit everything, maybe you just hit one and you go, okay, that was like, that was a myth that you learned. Right. Mm -hmm. So give yourself grace on top of everything else. And know that like, this is a work in process. We're still a work in process. And I feel like we've managed it pretty good. There's still times. Why did I think I could do that? Why did I, why did I, you know, there's still those moments, but you really do. Once again, I go back to you. The whole point is to give you clarity, not to, not to make you feel defeated or not to feel like you can't do it. Yeah. And, And the next one I mean, all of these kind of tie in together as far as just things to watch out for and things, try to look at it from a learning experience because there's commitment fizzle is what they refer to it as in traction. And I mean, we've all experienced this unless you're not, maybe you're a robot or something. You're not human, but um, where you start off and you're like, I'm going to eat healthy this year. Like it's, you know, New Year's resolutions. And then you make it two weeks in and you're like, but a burger really does sound good. <laughs> and then, you know, you kind of get start getting away from it. So same thing with, with traction. It's like, you know, you create all these rocks, you create the scorecard, you create all these tools, these amazing things that can help you achieve, but then you're not actually holding the level 10 meetings the way that you should be. You're not actually working toward your, your rocks every week. You're not actually taking those little tiny baby steps that maybe aren't giving you the biggest payoff today. But when you look back down the road, 90 days from now, you see how all those little baby steps added up to create wins. Um, And then you want to take this last one, Jamie? Too many rocks. Oh, raise your hand if you're guilty. Everybody <laughs> raise your hand because I'm guilty. <laughs> I think all, all um, of us in the leadership team would raise our hand. That sometimes we all 
seem to overcommit at times, we get a little overzealous, we get excited, right? Like full of passion and you're ready to go and energy, kind of like that diet, like I'm going to run and I'm going to be in shape. And then you get like 0.2 miles and you're like, whoa, I am like really not in shape. So yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Um, right, me too. We all, yeah, we all like to, um, you know, just to commit to, to way too much. So just really give yourself some space. And and one thing that they really recommend with interaction, I know I mentioned this um, earlier, but I think it's worth repeating, is that anybody outside of the leadership team, don't give them more than three, okay? Because once again, not to, this, this is to give you clarity and to give guidance and to give, you know, clear vision. Um, it is not to overwhelm. And your overwhelm, your people can be so overwhelmed if you're just constantly going to pour more and more and more and that expectation grows, right? That whole balance thing. Like if somebody feels overwhelmed all the time, it's going to be hard for them to maintain balance with it all. So be very careful in how how many rocks uh, you commit to and be very intentional. I've actually started blocking off time within my calendar because I always think, oh yeah, I can get to that. Oh yeah, I can get to that. And then all of a sudden my calendar's full and I don't have any downtime to actually give the rocks the time that they need, right? I'm, I'm attending to the gravel and the sand because those things... I feel like the sand could be quicksand <laughs> because sometimes it can really swallow us really fast without us realizing how quickly those things are sneaking up on us, you know, so just not overcommitting yourself and, and everything. And I know I mentioned that essentialism saying yes to something is saying no to something else. So just you know, that no has to, that, that yes has to be worth that no and, and everything. And so I, sometimes when I've made my decisions, it's kind of, do I want to do that? You know, because isn't it a great thing if you get to it and you don't expect to get to it, you know, but don't yeah. expect yeah. to get to it and then not get to it. Right. Good thing to keep in mind. And all of those are just challenges that you may run into and just know that you're not alone. <laughs> we've all experienced these challenges as we've integrated this into our own practices here in our leadership team. And like I said in the beginning, it's been amazing just even individually to see what I've been able to accomplish with that visibility and accountability and knowing like okay leadership knows that this is what I'm responsible for accomplishing this quarter and then not only that but looking at us as a team what we've been able to come together to accomplish it's been really exciting every 90 days just kind of taking a look back and celebrating the fact that we've accomplished everything that we have and then on top of that, you know, each 90 days builds on itself. And now we're a whole year past integrating that into our practices. And it's just been um, really exciting. And I think it fuels our motivation too. Um, I know that's, it helps me see what we've accomplished and kind of uh, an object in motion will stay in motion, right? Like, so gaining that momentum and keeping up with it, I think it helps everybody too. Um, so before we let everybody go, do you have any um, highlights that you want to leave our listeners with? No, I think I I think for us, I mean, I know you said we've we've accomplished a lot. Uh, I believe there are things that we accomplished this year that we've had in motion for like two years, and 
you know, really, like I said, graining that clarity um, is really important um, and really push those things forward and kept them on the forefront um, so that we were able to keep going. So uh, I, I think that's, I think that's one of the biggest takeaways I think I've gotten from our, from our rocks this year, we were really able to really, you know, kind of those in, unending projects that felt like, you know, that you internally needed to do and everything. Yes. Those are important. Yes. Those are important. Yes. Those are important. It's like, no, those are important and they need to stay important. And, um, you know, we had, we had some very successful growth this year as an organization, which was phenomenal. But the only reason we were able to handle that was because I think one of the main reasons we were able to handle this is because the clarity of where we were going and what we were doing and what we were responsible for. We were able to make adequate shifts within our leadership team. We were able to make adequate shifts within our team. Um, and we were able to just really accomplish more than we thought possible and, and everything. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's definitely been a fantastic implementation. Just give it time. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting rocks with me today, Jamie. I appreciate your input and helping me explain some of these ideas so that we can share with our listeners because I think it is something helpful that they can implement and really start to see a lot of traction in their own business. Well, like we said, as we were talking through a lot of these tools, we are going to link everything in the show notes for this episode, which can be found at pjscpas.com forward slash 90. Nine zero for episode 90. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.